When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand. Oh, it's fun. Crazy. It's painful, but it's wonderful. What is the name? It's Roycey Unchained. Welcome to Unchained. Mr. Roycey, how are you doing this I'm doing, eh, I'd say mediocre since, uh, well, I drove to Caledonia yesterday. I poked a hole in my podcast schedule because I wanted to do this story on the team that won 67 in a row, and they're coming to the Prep Bowl Friday. It's the longest winning streak in the nation. And uh, Fructi, Fructi, uh, however Carl pronounces his name, Isaac Fructi's uh, fa- uh, father is the coach. and Quite an amped-up individual. <laughs> so I drove down there, and then I got back about, you know, it's way down in the southwest corner, or southeast corner, way down there. Sure. And, uh, by the way, I'd hate to be driving that one in the winter. Whew, they got some roads coming up. Just wait a couple days or wait and a I'd day. I'd also like to pay tribute to the farmers down there because they farm on the side of a hill, you know, where I come from. Mm-hmm. If you stand on your tiptoes, you can see the Black Hills. It's nice and flat, and uh, they got, you know, they're farming on the side of the hills up next to tree-covered mountains and stuff. Not mountains, but hills. Anyway, I got back. I was laying in bed about 10.30, fell asleep, woke up at 2, couldn't sleep, uh, started watching a Maria Callas documentary for some reason, because it was the only thing on, you sure. know, the great opera singer. And then I saw the wife, she had to apparently do something, and she was walking by, and I said, did you know Maria Callas comes from New York City, not Greece or Turkey or someplace? And she said... Who the bleep cares at 4.15 in the morning? So anyway, I got to give her credit for that. She was right about that. But when I got up this morning, I was convinced it was Friday. I was absolutely 100 convinced it was Friday. And that's bad when it's Thanksgiving week and you haven't eaten any turkey yet, right? Yeah, yeah, I was going to say. This is a bad week to think it's Friday. So I tweeted out this morning. Uh, I keep forgetting they have these Thursday night NFL games. I missed I missed Lamar Jackson, you know, something like that. And Johnny K quickly responded, it was Monday. <laughs> so that has caused quite a, quite a little uh, quite a little flap. So anyway, anyway, outside of that, I'm doing fine. So you did outside. miss the football. You missed I Lamar. Missed the football you just game, were thinking it was. But I thought of maybe by last night I was convinced it was Thursday. I don't know. But uh that's always been a which would which would have been the turkey column too. Yes, yes, if this was Friday. Yes, right. 
And, uh, well, I didn't deeply think about it, you know. I just, uh, and I've had that problem writing, too, because you write for certain days through your whole schedule, and once in a while uh, I'd be writing on a, you know, uh, Tuesday for Wednesday. And it was always Monday night or Wednesday, (laughs) you know. I never, uh, whenever they changed the night on me, I'd always screw it up. Anyway. That's that's that story. So outside of that, I'm doing fine. And it's and, uh, and how was Tuesday. New York City? It's Tuesday. It's Tuesday. It is Tuesday. Uh, big week here in Mini. Uh, but uh, uh, who's the? Uh, uh, this isn't uh, one of those weeks we got stuck with the Thanksgiving game, though, right? Our boys Sunday the, in Seattle. Our, no Monday night. No, they're, they're off till Monday night. Oh, really? Yeah, they had the bye, and then they don't play again. Uh, Fifteen days. Huh? Yep. No, and, and they're not no stuck. No rests. No, 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 Zim is, did you see the New York Post? They still cover it, man, on Stab Darnold. Oh, on Darnold? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've got it right he here. He barely got drunk and, and uh, picked up a gal at a yeah. bar. That's now news? That's now news? The story was fantastic, too, because he was, what, they were partying at, at a it's the bar? That they always go yes. to, apparently. Yes, and it said that he picked up a gal at the bar. Yeah, it's page six now. He left early. Bad alive. That's... An athlete getting frisky at a bar. That's, what was that's coverage news? of Broadway Joe like back in the day? Do you remember? I don't know. I can't remember, but I remember. Well, I'm sure they, they, you know, would get him, you know, the, the paparazzi would get him walking into a Bachelor's 3 with his mink coat on or something. But uh, uh, I don't think that. They would cover all his conquests. <laughs> no, you know, no, no. Know. That would be a lot if of. That a, would, yeah. It was a one uh, one game pickup. You know, it was. Uh, you look up. We we've been talking about the higher standards that are now applied to quarterbacks. You look up Joe's numbers. Oh, he's a Joe is uh, Joe being in the Hall of Fame is because he's Joe. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, there's and he won a Super Bowl that he shouldn't have won, but the offensively, he didn't do anything in that Super Bowl. He handed off to Matt Snell, and the defense did a great job. If he doesn't have the guarantee, is he in still? I don't know, but he threw an ungodly number of interceptions. Oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, endless interceptions. So, yeah, uh, yeah, it's it's different. But uh, you were in New York, and uh, so you you got to see firsthand then the post coverage of Darnold. Yes. uh, Yeah, the post is still my favorite. I I tell you, I so wish that we had a tabloid here. (laughs) I do, too. I wish the Pioneer Press I would say, say I, you know what, yeah, forget the broadsheet stuff. Yes. We're going tabloid. I always said if I was the editor, I'd have uh, 10 people covering crime. Mm-hmm. You know, every police report we filed, mm-hmm. we, would, we would track down to see what the story was. We'd have the entire community terrified. <laughs> yeah, well, you said the Great Post headline is what? Yeah, run for your life. Run for your life. The, the serial killer got released on a technicality, and they ran his mugshot of the cover. And he was the baddest-looking guy you ever saw. Run for your lives. <laughs> that is such a Fantastic. Cool. Yes. So, uh, so yeah, you, I was, you got to see the lousy Knicks. I saw so. the Knicks on Saturday at the Garden. Now, the Garden's still cool, so yeah. I like going to the Garden. The Knicks are awful. I haven't been in the new Garden. I don't think, because Clem, when Clem was, no, that was, no. That was the previous no. one. When no. Clem was there, that's the last time I was there when Clem won the world championship of the final of the NIT when he beat Georgetown in the finals. Mm-hmm. And they, you look back, they had pretty good teams in that tournament. 
My favorite part of, of the old garden, and I only got there once before they redid it, was the polyester seats. Mm-hmm. Their seat, the, yeah. Some of the seats were literally, you know, like it's 1976 polyester. Well, anyway, it's uh, now the uh, the Knicks still are announcing sellouts, even though there's probably yeah. 5,000 empty seats. Yeah. So. Well, they are, and they're god awful. Oh, yeah. They are legitimately awful. Yeah. They, they boo Dolan if they get a chance. Right? Mm-hmm. He's at, uh, at the sideline. And he gets very offended by yeah. it and gets ticked off and tries <laughs> to yank yank credentials. He worries about everything you he's shouldn't like, be concerned about. He's like uh, Matt Millen was with the general manager of the Lions. Yeah, I've told you that story where the Vikings are there just kicking their ass. I think it was on Thanksgiving. I'm not sure. But they were just drilling them. And some guy – and the, the story is now – on TV, the, the second half now, they've just stopped trying to sugarcoat it. And the, the story is how inept the Lions are. Mm-hmm. And they show this little guy in the end zone with a sign that says, Fire Millen, that is, you know, something you'd rip off the top of a box. It was smaller than hell, but the TV showed in it, showed zeroed in on it. And the security came down trying to get it. The guy started running away. And the the whole stadium ended up, you know, blocking the security guard, <laughs> uh, you know, trying to chase down this guy, helping him passing the sign around. And, I mean, it went on for 10 minutes. And they're chasing out. The whole story, the game's going on, and the crowds, the whole crowd is roaring for this guy as he gets away again. And, uh, uh, God, they're a, what an inept operation that is. Now they're now they're calling on Bill Ford's widow to, that she's got to sell the team. Is that what is that the new thing now? Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean they're back. Ninety five. The... She has no function whatsoever. They lost to Washington, which yes. is awful. Yes. I tell you what, I saw a good I part of the, the Giants game Bears was... game. That was awful. Well, I guess the Redskins Lions game was what each of them had bunches of turnovers, and it was just a complete yeah. uh, inept. And then Dwayne Haskins, who's alleged to be a dummy. Right. And yes. That's one reason they didn't play him because they couldn't figure out plays and stuff. He's down there, uh, congrats, taking congratulations from the fans rather selfies than, rather than on the field. Poor, poor Case had to go on the field to take the last victory <laughs> snap because Dwayne, and they showed Dwayne he's up against the he's up against the the wall of the stadium and he's mm-hmm. got fans behind him and he's taking selfies with them. <laughs> And, and ESPN, of course, then had programming he, about what what does this mean about Dwayne Haskins? Yeah. Means he's probably a dummy. Yeah, and uh, he didn't play that well. Anyway, so he's celebrating. Anyway, it was, uh, yeah, Washington is a disaster. Fans are so mad at that guy. They stopped coming to the games there. That used to be a very loyal audience in Washington, D.C., but, of course, that was RFK, too, which held 50,000. Right, and this place is like 90. 90. Well, he came in. And now he wants to go back down or back to the district. Yes, but they ain't going to give him any money. Uh, But the 70s – you know, they were in the 70s, and he added like 15,000 seats. So there's no room to move around. And, and uh, you know, he made extra long rows, shrunk some of the seats. And, and I guess we should be happy for Ziggy huh? instead of this guy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's there. There are some people right now that own football teams who are absolute idiots. But they've always had a corrupt operation. They've always had a, and they all make a ton of money. Of, so they yeah, really... they've all had a clique of despicable human beings. Not all of them are, but uh, you know, there's always been, you know, 
back in the day, Mafia Links, you know, mm-hmm. Eddie DiBartolo's, he was the champion and a great owner, but his daddy was very important in Youngstown, Ohio, <laughs> which was one of the good mob towns of all time. So I think Joe Pesci came from there and all the movies he made, you know. So anyway, yeah, they've had bad owners. But this isn't about the Vikings this week. It's about our golfers. Yeah, how excited are you about the uh... Gopher Badger game on Saturday. I hope it doesn't get snowed on. I think it will. It snowed on, that's the forecast. Oh, yeah, we're going to get. I think that might benefit the uh, Gophers, though, because I think it's easier to throw on snow than it is to run, don't you? I mean, if it's yeah, not, it depends it's how cold it is that day, and if it's coming, if it's but, not coming down. But Washington, uh, Wisconsin's pass defense is lousy. I've seen them a couple of times, and if they're slipping and sliding around there. You know, you're going to be able to throw eight-yard passes to Bateman. You know what we Tyler got? Johnson. Of, because of Ziggy and the Vikings playing there, heating coils. Yeah, they can keep the field. They didn't have those before yeah. the Vikings played the two years there. They should have gotten escalators out of the cheapos, too, in well, the cheap stadium. For our sake, they should have. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yes. Well, they should have had a list of things yes. to tell you the Vikings. I mean, they had them blackmailed. What, are they, what were they going to do? Go to Ames, Iowa? Yep. That's what they would have. That was option B, going to Ames, Iowa. They should have gotten a lot out of them. And escalators would have helped. Yes. Anyway, I because of the, they're better at quarterback, and they can throw it against anybody, and Wisconsin doesn't have a good pass defense. If they hold Taylor under 200 yards and just put nine guys in a line of scrimmage, I think they'll uh, probably beat him. I don't like the, all the Wisconsin quarterbacks. His numbers weren't bad the other day, but I watched quite a bit of that game of theirs uh, Saturday, and uh, they had a hard time with Purdue yeah. stopping them. Yeah, and you know they get Taylor going, and they can you, you can't let them you can't let them hold the ball for thirty eight minutes with Taylor, you know, gaining three, five, four, you know, and first down because they'll give it to him forty times if they have to. Mm-hmm. And they got another backup back, Groshek or something, was pretty good. So. But that's the that's probably their plan. Yeah. Oh, they're going to try to hold. Have the ball. Taylor run the ball forty five times or something yeah. ridiculous and hold the ball. Rossi's done a very good. Uh, somebody was telling me Urban Meyer went on the air what a month ago or so and just went on and on about how good Rossi is. He says the guy's a genius. He's got a great. <laughs> then game. why the hell wasn't he the defensive coordinator? When they were giving up 50 to Illinois and whomever else, godforsaken defenses know. that couldn't tackle anybody. Listen, there are some very unexplainable things about what has happened here. That, last year, that any defensive coordinator could be that bad. Because I, I did something uh, two, three weeks ago about the difference in numbers yep. between the Maryland game, the uh, Nebraska game, you know, three bad teams. But the difference in numbers between Maryland, Illinois, and Nebraska last year and mm-hmm. this year, Maryland, Illinois, and Nebraska rushed for like 800 yards. You know, was, Illinois had over 350. Yeah, and they, and they had, I watched them. And they had 60 or something here. The I Illinois mean, they, game looked like the defense wasn't on the field. Mm-hmm. That game last year, which I think was there, it looked like they didn't have guys on the field. And the other thing that is totally unexplainable is – you virtually get outplayed by South Dakota State, which last week lost to South Dakota, by the way, mm-hmm. which is was under five hundred in that league. Uh, you you know if the if the freshman quarterback from South Dakota State hadn't made a couple of bad blunders, uh, 
you you would have lost to South Dakota State. Yes. Right? Yes, you would have. You should have lost to Fresno State. They had you beat, right? Mm-hmm. They had you beat in overtime. Or they had you beat at the end of regulation, right? They shouldn't have went into overtime. And then you should have lost to Georgia Southern if Antoine Winfield and Tyler Johnson don't save you. You lose that. I mean, and now you're playing to get in the college football playoffs? What the? I, I don't know. I don't understand it. I got to admit, I don't understand it. I thought, now I thought they were going to be good offensively. I actually wrote that in August, but because uh, you look at the, you know, the skill positions are fantastic. But after those first th- three games, none of these gopher heads can tell me they were as optimistic, you know. For this? Everyone no. who knew this was going to happen no, hell no. is lying. Yes. After those three non-conference games. Yes. So it's it's been pretty astounding. Going, going into the Purdue game, and Purdue's not great. They're not good. But going into that game, you could not be convinced that the Gophers were going to win that game. No, I think Purdue, well, they, what if they covered the spot? And, well, um, they beat them. But what I'm saying is going into that game at Purdue, you yeah. did not think to yourself, oh, the Gophers are going to start now and – well, I thought I thought Purdue was – I'd watched Purdue. I mean, they'd lost to Nevada, which is terrible. And they – so I thought it was a coin flip. Yeah, that's fair. Because it was fair. a road game. If it was here, you would have thought the Gophers were Correct. Win. But you thought it was a coin flip, and they, you know, and they just they just kept getting better. So – and, the, the you, you know, there's more seniors on this team or, or upperclassmen that people want to give people credit. <laughs> it's not what we're told. No. I mean, they got some seniors making great plays. Coughlin's a senior now, isn't he? I think so. Yeah, I think he's. But the kid that amazes me is Bateman. Yeah, yeah, that's it. What sophomore? I mean, uh, we were talking about it the other day. To see the Gophers with two future first or second round draft picks playing wide receiver, Uh, we haven't had that too often. No, no. So, so this is the biggest goal. Morgan being, Morgan being. this good. I mean, everybody was in a panic when Anikstead got it. What are they going to do? They only got one quarterback, Morgan. And he's not, you know. Yeah. He won those games. But he's never, last year when he started playing, they played a lot better. And he's never he's never done anything to indicate to you that he's not good. So I, I was always wondering about the He skepticism. also doesn't get, he doesn't get flustered. No. Like you never see him with the, when things start to go bad for Cousins, you can see the panic start to set mm-hmm. in. With this kid, you don't see that. Um, so this will be the biggest Gopher football game of my lifetime. Is that accurate? Yeah, I suppose what the, what the what the stakes are. You know, the fact is that you know uh, it's you can if you win this, mm-hmm. you're going to go to the Rose Bowl, no matter what happens against Ohio State, which is they'll probably get beat. But. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, everything's changed as far as how you get to the Rose Bowl. But, uh, right. yeah, I'm trying to think. I, I don't know. Mesa's game with Michigan that year, they, they had a lot of good things in front of them if they hadn't blown it, but, which at one point was a 21-point lead, I think. Right. But that's probably the uh, – that's probably it, huh? And I think that was only – I looked this up earlier. I think it was only week three of the Big Ten season at the time. Was it that early? It was really early. Because then I they went – it was a little later. They played Michigan State after that. They went down on late in eight. But I don't remember a time in my in my lifetime where they've gotten to a game this late in the season that was even close to this. Mm-hmm. 
No, unless you states, consider going to Sun Bowl and the, the way you get there is a lot easier than it's ever been. Yes. You get to play Rutgers in Maryland. Hey, you look at those, uh, you look at those big ten standings right now, and you really got to give Jim Delaney a lot of credit for bringing Maryland and Rutgers into this league, don't you? I tell you what, Pat, it's unbelievable watching watching Big Ten football in Manhattan on Saturday. There was nothing like it. You know what those people love? The Big Rutgers. Ten. Oh yeah, we didn't even, they didn't know there was a group at the bar we went to, a, the Gopher Bar, a, a contingent of Gopher fans. Nobody, you could have gone out in the street and asked a thousand New Yorkers, you know, who's Rutgers playing? And they would have a, no clue. Did they? Did they get the Gopher game on TV then? Because it was a Gopher bar, and uh, it was an ESPN game in the Gopher bar. Oh, it was a small gathering in a back room, sort of. Mm-hmm. It was not that big. Okay, which bar did you go to? Uh, McHale's. Oh, okay. Which I don't you didn't know. Give my guy Foley uh, to. Uh, no, in fact, he tweeted get... me and said, "Go, go to McHale's because that's the official." He said, "We're the Gopher Hockey Bar." Mm-hmm. Foley's is, mm-hmm. but McHale's is their official Gopher Football Bar. So well, he was. He had. Well, he had Wyomania duties this weekend. I suppose he was probably at Wyomania. Yeah. Well, they've Foley's. got everything too. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I did. You know, the idea that I just love that when I wrote that thing about Rutgers about three weeks ago. You know, I said I was at the St. Thomas. St. John's game and Sansevier was there, and I said, "You had to be a Rutgers fan growing up, a good New Jersey guy." He says, "I never knew anybody who was a Rutgers fan." And they, he was an hour and ten minutes away. Yep, and and people a lot closer than that. You know, the greeter line was the what best though do? about not being on TV. They don't have any. Did you see Shiano turn them down? No, because uh, nobody's smart. Oh yeah, but they don't have. Uh, he wanted an upgrade in facilities, and they, they they don't have any money. That's Kill, I talked to Kill a month ago or so, mm-hmm. and he said they don't have any money. That's their biggest problem. They're way in debt because they haven't gotten their – just like Maryland. Now, Maryland's got not as bad of problems as they do, but they're not get, they haven't gotten their full shares yet of oh. the Big Ten TV money. It's being phased in, I think, over a 10-year period. Do they so want to they consider went, giving them more? So they went in debt. You know, Maryland had to – Pay the. I think that lawsuit's still going on, but they were supposed to pay the ACC fifty million, and I, they're trying to get out. They were trying to get out of some of that, and I don't know. Rutgers probably didn't have to pay that much to get out of the AAC or whatever it was. The, you know, the, the Big East became the AAC, but uh, the Rutgers didn't have any money, and nobody goes. Well, Gophers were there. There were. You know, two thousand Gopher fans and fifteen hundred. You see the fans. crowd at Northwestern on Saturday? Oh, I, it was unbelievable. Northwestern football. There's, you know, they've just spent two hundred. There's, there's. I don't know if it's open yet, mm-hmm. but they're building a two hundred dollar, two hundred million dollar football facility. That's basically made for football. It's probably like this one where they got some stuff for other teams too. Sure. Right down on the lake, near the lake, prime property, and. God Almighty! They're ter- what happened? I I don't they know were, what happened. They but... were eight and one last year. They're going to go zero nine. I know. Tubby's going to kick. The, I mean, Tubby Lovey's going to kick their ass. Yes. You know. I have no idea what happened, but that stadium was. What do you think? Well, there was the there? Northwestern is Northwestern has the same problem as Rutgers. You know, it's nobody in the huge sprawling metropolitan area in which they exist, gives a damn. Nope. The last time they gave a damn about anything in college athletics down there in Chicago was when DePaul 
Ray Meyer was coaching DePaul <laughs> 40 years ago, and they thought he was thought good old Ray was going to go to the Final Four. And uh, he did. And they took over the city there for a couple of years because yep. they had, you know, these great – they got all the Chicago kids, Teddy Grubbs and Mark McGuire and all these guys to stay home. But uh, that – you know, nobody in that town's given a damn about college athletics since. And uh, yeah, the other—that's another great fallacy I love—is when people say, "Well, Illinois, how can they not be good? They're down there with Chicago." No, they're not. There's got a three hours of cows before you get the champagne. And Northwestern's the one that's close. Yeah, yeah but they—you know—nobody cares. A private school. Who- cares you know nobody cares about northwestern with their you now i'm sure when they popped up and went to the rose bowl people say hey, isn't that fun let's go to a game but as far as being hardcore northwestern fans i don't think they exist in illinois have you been down to champagne never been to champagne because okay. the bears played down I, there when they were redoing soldier yeah, but i, I was think on the champagne is the uh worst worst place in the big ten well i haven't been to rutgers but uh beats purdue yeah, there's a little West Lafayette is, but West Lafayette is Purdue. You know, I mean they they care. It's not a huge market, but they care. It's like Iowa City. They care. About, okay. They care about the boilermakers in in this area, and Indiana, Bloomington. You know, it's I guess it's it's not exactly paradise, but it's better than Champagne, I think. Anyway, so yeah, it's uh, it's pretty good. I don't know how good Wisconsin is. I. They, you know, middle of the season when they just beat Michigan bloody, you thought they were pretty good, but yep. they haven't played as good since then. So I think the Gophers, I think it's 50-50, flip a coin. And Wisconsin's favored, right? I think Wisconsin yeah, started three. as a favorite, People are upset. which surprised me a little People bit. People keep forgetting that Gophers' strength of schedule is one reason they've been not properly appreciated is they're 41 in strength of schedule. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Wisconsin's seven. So that's that's part of it. Now, playing Wisconsin will move them up considerably. And, hell, if they play Ohio State, they'll be in the mid, mid-20s mid probably. Planning for a secure future requires sound investment advice. That's why I rely on my guy, Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold, for guidance in planning and maintaining a long-term financial strategy. This is Ricey, and I've known Josh for many years. I trust Josh and recommend him because he listens and delivers the kind of service that you'll need to feel confident about your financial future. I encourage you to get to know him the same way I did many years ago. Call Josh Arnold at 952-925-5608 and set up your 48-minute no-obligation consultation. Call 952-925-5608. You'll always get straight talk, not sugar-coated advice. Call Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold at 952-925-5608. Investment advisor services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a registered advisor in the state of Minnesota. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. You know, you know what's important though on Saturday, Pat? Game days here. Yeah, got We got game day here. I got in a little trouble with Gopher fans by pointing out what a bunch of a little bleep kick. I retweeted it first of all because it was yeah. funny, but second of all, it was more than a little trouble because oh, I saw the replies. Oh yeah, they're uh, a lot of death threats, and uh, no, they don't want death threats. They want me to kill myself. Okay, you know it's not. They want you to take care of this. Yeah, yeah, they okay. don't want it. There's, there's no. They don't want to kill you. They just. I, want... I don't know. Those aren't threats, right? 
No, I those think those are suggestions. suggestions. <laughs> yeah, that'd, that'd be the su- suggestion box. Yes, right. So nobody said, "I'm going to come over there and shoot you." Yeah, that would be uh, they said, Why don't you shoot yourself? You know, stuff like that. But you're a bunch of rubes. If you give a damn about that, who can't go? If you want, if you're 23 or under, go. If you're an adult person and you go to game day, if you're 40 years old and you go to game day, and you, know, you ought to get divorced. Your wife ought to divorce you. She's married to an idiot. Now, I suppose some guys will show up with their two kids because their kids want to. You know, right. Eight, get the and, eight and ten-year-old kids or something like that. But If you're an adult person who doesn't have any kid to take and you go there, uh, you know, you got issues. You got issues. I heard you talking uh, this morning, though, with Rami about what you appreciate about the uh, – you know, the, what you're thankful for yeah. for modern sports. Yep. And you talked about, you know, Rami mentioned the the home experience of, you know, big T screens. You get to see everything. Hell, you get to see the summer league, for God's sakes. Mm-hmm. That's really hurt in-house attendance, though. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's so much easier. Yep. You know, I haven't covered a Viking game. The last I covered one Viking regular season game since they moved into the new place. That was the Bears game last year. I have no interest. Why would you go unless you have to work? Why would you go? I don't know anymore. When it's so easy to stay at home and not have to fight the crowds. And and, cheaper. Yes. And and football is a better viewing experience on TV than in person. You you know what they're talking about down there on the field. Absolutely. Yeah. uh, You know what, though, Pat? More and more, this is true of... Almost all sports, right? Basketball. Basketball complains now. But if you're going to watch a basketball game, the home experience is pretty damn good now. Yeah. I do. I've always thought the NBA, though, was a better game in the arena. You know, I just, I don't know why. Just, but again, if I'm in the second deck, maybe not. I, right. You know, I get to sit down there in the fifth, sixth, seventh row in a corner. It's not the greatest seat in the world. But I, I can appreciate an NBA game more being there, I think, than watching it on TV. I have a hard time watching them. Uh, you know, I really – hockey and – I think hockey's probably better in the arena, too. Hockey, I agree. Because you know. TV can never capture the speed of that. No, no, and it can't, you know. Uh, and baseball's I, great. I would think, you know, we don't have good seats for hockey, you mm-hmm. know, and they, I can't blame them. They put us upstairs. I would bet the hockey experience is fantastic near the ice, mm-hmm. you know, when you can see their faces and stuff like that. And you can see the speed. So I, I can see that. But football, there's no reason to ever go to a game. And baseball takes so long now that if you're on, you're on the verge, are you going to go pay eleven fifty for a beer at Target Field? Are you on a Wednesday night? Are you going to mm-hmm. sit home and watch it? And by the well, way, the thing, you can flip around like you do. Well, here's the thing with basketball, baseball, and hockey. In my case, I mean, there's if there's big Twins games, I'll watch them all. You know, I'll watch it. But clicking in and out is, you know, checking on the score. You know, Timberwolves, they're on. I'm not sitting listening to Jim Pete make excuses for him for two hours and 25 minutes. I'll watch the key moments. You know, I can't watch the whole damn thing. Jim Pete, what the hell happened to him? Raving Homer. Well, he likes these guys now. Yeah, but that shouldn't have anything to do with it. 
Yeah, well, on Fox stink, Sports North, <laughs> when you stink, you stink. I mean, but he was fairly objective, and he hates Tibbs, and he loves. But it, it's beyond, it's beyond liking them. It's defending everything mm-hmm. that's going on here. So, what's your what's your personal thought about Wiggins? Because we, I got a lot here about how you know, and he, he's playing better. There's no question about it. But I, I think it's just premature to decide I, that this is him now. Somebody would. Uh, He's the Sano of basketball, don't you think? Yeah, I mean, Sano just had his best year since his rookie year. But somebody wants to call me up and give me a damn good pitcher for him, I'll make the trade. And Wiggins, if somebody wants to take him off my hands, I'd do it. I I, I don't know who. I mean, I'd have to get something back. Right. Right now you would, yes. But if, uh, you know, if somebody wants to give me a – 26-year-old guy who can really play. But I just can't go to the next step of saying that this is him for sure now. And we've we've seen too much, and it's mental with him. It's not – he doesn't have physical mm. issues. And he's still not a – I mean, if they're going to play a game in which they shoot 45 threes, he's still not a three-point shooter. He's still a 30% three-point right. shooter. Once in a while, though, I'll say one thing about him. He's been good in the fourth quarter. I mean, good down the stretch this year. So He's not a uh, – He's not a we-can't-win-with-him liability anymore. They got much worse issues than him, by the way. But what a mix of players they're playing now. I mean, it's... Uh, well, Jeff T. All of de- us demoting say, himself is one of my favorite yeah, things. All of us selfless. Oh, yeah. He's selfless, selfless, Jeff T. lazy, one of the two. <laughs> you know, it's better than having to get sick and say that you can't play because you're sick. But, like, this Bates Diop now is yep. one of their best players. You know, he... Starts, but he makes some threes, plays some defense. But uh, they, these guys are almost. It's obvious that they're just looking at guys and call them up and let them play a little bit, and then send them back down. But uh, God, I've been there three times. They've been awful. Home games. Yeah, I, I happen to yeah. get there for home games. I, I they, you, they look better on the road. Although Atlanta's terrible, and they, you know, we're supposed to celebrate that they came back against Atlanta, but. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, you guys were talking about they're all, they're all decade team that Johnny. Oh, how came about in. that? I think worse than Wiggins because you know he was he was the rookie of the year. Yeah, you know, and he was terrible for three years, and now he's okay. But to put Jimmy Butler on that team after one year and what ten games last year, which he caused utter chaos, I'm not arguing with him. I'm just saying that's sad when you're. When your two options are him and Rocco. Yep. <laughs> yep. Two guys. Yeah, exactly. Well, I never had anybody play that position. I haven't even thought back, but I can't. Uh, you know, and when Gorgie, God love him, he's one of their, he's one of their seven or eight best players, but they keep wanting to play this stiff Vonley. But uh, when they, uh, when they got to use him as the backup center on your whole team and, and you got, you got coach after coach who doesn't want to play him. It's yep. uh, kind of uh, weird. It'd be much more fun to pick an all-decade awful team for them. It'd be much more difficult. <laughs> It'd be much more difficult. Yes, it would. You'd actually have some choices then. Mm-hmm. How about uh, now? I I had the wrong night. I thought it was Thursday instead of Monday. But how good is this Lamar Jackson? I didn't get to see it, but I saw some highlights. He's a big kid. Yep. And and he can throw. Which everyone thought he couldn't do going yeah. into this season. A lot of people thought he couldn't throw. How good is he, though? I mean, they just ripped. They beat that team as bad as they wanted to, huh? Yep. Well, the first they got good defense, too, right? 
They might win a Super Bowl. They're better who's, than New England. Who's Oh, the, the Ravens? Ravens? Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah, they're, they're gonna, very good. Yeah. I, I think that even in Foxborough, the, the, the Patriots have no chance. This league has how many really good teams? I think Baltimore's really good. I think the Patriots have the issues, Patriots but they're really good. They have issues, but they're, they're, they're really good. I think San Francisco, because of that defense, is really good. Yeah, I was, go- was kind of down on them because the, I saw a really rotten game from Garoppolo. The Seattle think, game, yeah, and because I I don't like him. He's he does have the classic happy feet, but the defense, the front four, they can't they can't block that front. Mm-hmm. And the way the offensive lines are now, I think Seattle's, but I think Seattle's way better than New Orleans. I, New Orleans is a is a phony. I think their defense isn't that good. So there's two really good teams from each conference there. Yeah, I, I wouldn't call Seattle really good. But they're good. Well, but the quarter- Vikings are close. The Vikings are. If the Vikings don't have to go to San Francisco, they can go to the Super Bowl. If somebody takes care of San Francisco for them before they have to go, if they go to New Orleans, they'll go to the Super Bowl this time. They're better than New Orleans. Yeah, but that's a tough. I don't know. That's, God Almighty, that's a they just, tough place to play. They just need Playoff a miracle to beat Carolina. I know, I know. They got their ass kicked by Atlanta. Their I, last two, they're not that good. I don't want to go. I don't want to play there though. Superdome is that, that place. I know, is, I know, but I'm not quite sure the quarterback wouldn't um, struggle. Yeah, yeah, but uh, I, the Vikings have better players than they do. Vikings have better defensive players, and they got. Thielen and Diggsers, they got Mike Thomas, who's fantastic, but uh, but the Vikings. I think Breeze is not who back. he was. To, no, he's I think not. Breeze is he's not. good, but not great. Yeah, this is this is going to make it easier for him to walk away, don't you think? Yes, and then Teddy and can be their quarterback. Let Teddy be their quarterback, and then we go. Oh, too bad we didn't keep Teddy. Oh, Although here's the thing: is if Breeze, somebody's going to try to talk Breeze into continuing to play. Now oh, that somebody's going to try to decide between Brady and uh, Breeze. What are they going to do there? He's it's finally he's finally forty two. I know. I mean, he's not great. He's I mean, he's he's throwing the guys off the street. That's the other problem. Yeah, you know, I mean, there's, that offense is not good. Well, one of the few times I said this before, Belichick outsmarted himself. He made moves based on having Antonio Brown before he yeah figured out or not if this guy was a psycho or you know if he could. If he could rely on him, you know, wait a week, wait two weeks, and see if he's nuts yep. or not, right? Yep. And uh, well, and then the Josh Gordon thing fell apart too. Yeah, why did they get rid of him? Was he Belichick? Uh, obviously, didn't he? He must have shown up late or something. Late for meetings or something yeah. like that. He must not have been. Because you're right, they're throwing. Where did he end up, Seattle? Yes. Is he still there? I think he's still there. Yep. Yep. I think Pete's probably got a. Pete probably runs a little looser ship. Than <laughs> oh, are you kidding? Belichick did. I think Pete probably says, whatever you do, just yeah. don't get caught. Be here on Sunday, son. Unless we're playing Monday, then be here on yeah, Monday. Pete was more, you know, Pete put up with Percy after all the Percy stuff here. So, yeah. And yeah. he got nothing out of him except he helped him win the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, with the kickoff return and all that. Yeah. He beat, he came, he agreed to come back to beat the Vikings. And mm-hmm. then he waited until the Super Bowl and came back again. What so. a character. Oh, God, what a goofball. Now he's regretting being an idiot. Well,. You shouldn't have smoked 50 pounds of marijuana. I mean, this is just. No, I better not say it. I don't want to get sued. Percy probably kicked away all his money and might sue Might sue you? No, I don't want to say that. Percy could have all I know made a lot of decisions all, that would have put know, him in the Hall of Fame. I didn't have any doubts about Percy 
until the first day he was supposed to be here, and he never got out of the Atlanta airport. Well, they stretched him. He supposedly collapsed, right? Didn't they stretcher him off from the Atlanta airport, took him to the hospital? Anything to be late. Oh, And I think that was on a Wednesday. That started his tradition of never practicing on Wednesday. When Grandma died, in Man- when he was in Mankato, and he told Brad, I, I got I'm not Grandma. <laughs> And is then this, he never came and Brad back. Brad said, "Is this the same grandma that died last year, or is this is everyone?" And he never. Damn, was he nine good, days? I think. Yeah. Oh yeah. He had wonderful. Oh, was he football did. instincts? He did. You know, he did, and that just shows you can be a complete moron. Yep. But in athletics, you can still be a genius on the field. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, actual this, smarts. I, are I'm not, not putting these two guys in that classification, but Herbie and Puck. Yep. We're the same way. You know, they weren't honor roll students. Yep. But on the baseball field, they they absolutely knew what they were doing. And Maurer, who was a good, solid C-plus mm-hmm. student at Creighton, mm-hmm. uh, if they helped him a little, uh, you know, was under wonderful instincts, too, for, for playing the game. Of course, probably for playing all three games. Right. You know? So, right, but yeah, sports smarts and and book smarts are not the same. have nothing to do with e- each other. Christian Ponder, I think, is a real smart guy. Yeah, he had zero instincts for the game of football. No, that's true. He, he did. did. You can't. I said the first time I saw him is Christian. You can't throw the ball where they've been. You got to throw the ball where they're going. Yeah, that's the biggest. You know, that's yep. that's all you got to do. If you watch a quarterback and he's throwing the ball where they just where they're standing when he throws it. And they're running. That ain't gonna work. Yep. So. But he was a he was a sports dummy, and he was a, I'm sure a smart guy. Turkey of the year. Are we getting one this year? We have a turkey of the year column. Okay. And uh, but it's a different it committee written, now, right? It's the there is no committee. There is no it's committee. The okay. authentic turkey. Uh, no, it's the authentic turkey awards. The tats. Okay. And the, <laughs> the, tats. the authentic turkeys is what it is. The tats. Uh, P.J. Fleck won last year. Yep. People very upset about that. All I could say is P.J. Fleck <laughs> was 4-13 and 13 in the Big Ten yep. before somebody yep. finally kicked him in the ass. Yep. And he's 12-1. and one. He's 8-1 uh, and one in the Big Ten since. So 4-13 and 13 before you. Before, 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 I, before, before I, the... I challenged him to do better. You know what I challenged him to do? Change his best. That's what I challenged him to do. And he did it. So congratulations to him. The turkeys were always intended to do one of two things. To point out somebody who was hopeless or to motivate. Mm -hmm. I did not name Kent Herbeck in 1990 because I thought he was useless. I wanted to motivate him. What happened? Next year, throws Ron Gann off first base, wins World Series. Yep. Chris Dolman, next year, seven sacks, 1991. Next two years, 28, goes to the Hall of Fame. That's the turkey. The turkey, for at least its last 35 years, and in, in, uh, uh, once we got rid of Sid's list of friends that we were naming, uh, the turkeys were always intended to motivate. <laughs> and in most, uh, you know, like, when Isaiah Riot gets is not intended to motivate, it's to this guy's an idiot. Les right. Steckel wins, it's get him the hell out of here. Right. But in a lot of cases, we saw hope and we wanted to motivate them too. 
you know, I was saying change your best long before we got a new football coach here. I just was saying it in a different style. I got right? you. Yeah, right. So, anyway. Yeah, there'll so, be So, PJ Fleck took your... Yep. Your... And he said, you know, this guy has made some very good points, and we got to get better. And they did. And uh, congratulations Gathered around them. the table, mm-hmm. pulled out the Star Tribune, read it together. Yes. And, uh, you know, because I heard from Heather when I made fun of him about at the Wild game, which was, what, 2018? After his first year. Yep. It was... When they got shut out twice at the end of the year. But when I named him Turkey of the Year, I never heard from Heather, so I got to think she agreed with me. Right? Hell, look what but happened. He had to change his best, and he did. So, the hell congratulations, of a job. Uh, Philip. That's uh, very, very good. And it's uh, the, 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 uh, been a long time since the town, uh, there was a weekend here where the town cared more about the Vikings, uh, the Gophers, than the Vikings. So, congratulations. I can't remember you. A game or year when that happened? Well, there's been some times when they. Well, you saw it when Lou was here, and yeah, and Les was, Les was uh, leading. The, yeah, as Wangi once wrote, Les Steckel told us how many troops he took into the jungle. How many did he bring out? <laughs> did he write that? Yeah, that was back when the dispatch still existed, and you could get in anything as long as it fits. Oh, that's great. Anyway, so no, uh, so are, are we going to be surprised by this, or are we going to be? I don't know what you, what we're gonna do. I don't, I don't know. It was a, it's controversial in a way. Let's put it this way. So, okay, that's all I can say. <laughs> it's controversial in a way. Interesting. So, but it was fun, and it was it's pretty good. I think I, I wrote it early this year. I wrote it on Sunday. So there's nothing that you know. Cause, so it's been turned in. You know, yeah. Two years ago, when I uh, was it two years ago? No. When was the one that uh, I'd already decided to give it to somebody, and then uh, and then the Gophers did something really stupid that last week, but I stuck with my guns and gave it to you know the right beforehand. But uh, anyway, uh, and I, I you know I wrote it, and and then I got done, and then you can't. Have forty years of turkeys. You need a walk off, don't you? I mean, and I'm at the end of it. So we yeah, thought you walk. You always got to have the walk off. Yep, so it's got a pretty good walk off. Okay, say, I'll say that. Anyway, which is what I've always strived for. Could you basically gave off. it to yourself in the last two thousand seventeen? That was the committee, though. The committee which gave it all- to me, the chairman, and people who you're the turkey. You should name yourself. It's already done. It already happened. Okay. You dummies. And by the way, to repeat, if you're over 23 and you go to game day and not to take your two young children who have decided they're Gopher fans, but just to be there, you're a dweeb and an idiot and your wife should divorce you. That's just my feeling. What's worse, going to game day? Or buying a jersey of a player who is, let's say you're 50, and I go out and buy uh, buy um, a Donato jersey or something. Or how about buying a jersey and putting your own name on it? Okay, what's worse? When you're 60, or, you know, when you're 60 and built like me, I'm older than 60, but when you're built like me and you squeeze yourself in it because you never get the 3X you need, you always get the 2X, yep, right? Yep. And you're sitting there bursting at the seams. Yeah. 
I love that's one thing. When I go to when I I go back to being at twenty Twins games a year when they first came here as a fan, nobody wore a jersey. Nope. Maybe a T-shirt. There might have been three T-shirts. Don't wear your jerseys. You look like idiots. That's another thing. If you're adults, let the kid wear their jersey. Oh, sure. Yeah, kids are fine. Mm-hmm. What do you think of the Blues coming back? I like them, but you hate them. Yeah, but I think they'll sell some shirts. Oh, I mean, they'll sell a ton. Because but you always told me be you couldn't general. stand them. No, I, I, I think it's probably more the double nips than the. the, the okay. I, I just didn't like. The I like the. I got to sign Rod. Blue. I got to call Rodney uh, maybe this afternoon and see if he's. If he's nostalgic to see the powder blues coming back. I do love that the fact, though, that the press release about the blues coming back made it very clear we can wear these home or road. That's the thing now with sports. Yeah. You remember when you used to get the home whites? Yes. And the road jerseys, and that's all you had? Oh, I, if, if the other, so they let you wear non-whites if the other teams were in their color, too? I think you can choose, and then they, and then the opposing team must respond to what you're, the visiting okay. team must respond so to what if, you're doing. Okay, so if the, uh, okay, all right. But you know the ones I didn't like this year? Those dark, was it dark blue? Mm-hmm. And you couldn't read the names or numbers on the back that the Twins had. Well, the and they look just like Cleveland. Cleveland's got a jersey. Have very you similar. seen anyone in a Players Weekend jersey, that they, the white on white? Oh, that was awful. I don't think that went over too good. That has not served its purpose of selling The first jerseys. year they had a great idea. Yeah. No, I have not seen anybody. I think people bought the hats. Yeah, Those sort of maybe. goofy hats. But no, but no, those were awful. Mm-hmm. Positive Pat. You got a positive Pat. Uh, well, huge gopher game, huge Viking game. No, what the hell? It's uh, it's good to be alive. Prep bowl, prep bowl, yep. Caledonia and Nor- uh, Minneapolis North. Uh, both two great teams. Caledonia's uh, got the longest winning streak in the country, gonna be 67 now. You got uh, Wyzetta, Ray- risen from. The throws of uh, lousiness the last two or three years playing for the championship. Hell of a weekend. If you love your football, it's a hell of a football weekend. All right, we're done. Unchained. Talk to you next week.